Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome into this Sunday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Jake Ziegler with New Media Broadcasters. To begin, as always, let's take a look at that weather command forecast. Today, sunny, haze throughout the day, areas of smoke in the afternoon, highs around 90, northwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly clear, haze, lows 55 to 60, west winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Monday, sunny, haze, highs 90 to 95, west winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Monday night, partly cloudy, lows 60 to 65, southeast winds 5 to 10 miles an hour becoming up to 10 miles an hour after midnight. Tuesday, partly cloudy, highs 90 to 95, southwest winds up to 10 miles an hour shifting to the northwest in the afternoon. Tuesday night and Wednesday, mostly cloudy, low 60 to 65, highs 85 to 90. Wednesday night, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of thunderstorms, low 60 to 65. Thursday and Thursday night, partly cloudy, highs around 90, lows around 60. Friday through Saturday, mostly clear, highs 85 to 90, lows around 60. Welcome back to the Sunday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Jake Ziegler reporting for New Media Broadcasters. Governor Greg Gianforte has announced that the Economic Transformation and Stabilization and Workforce Development Advisory Commission is seeking public comment on how to best use about $130 million in the American Rescue Plan Act funds which the commission oversees. The Economic Transformation and Stabilization and Workforce Development Advisory Commission is focused on developing programs across four main areas, affordable housing, workforce development, value-added agricultural infrastructure, and business innovation. Through August 9, 2021, Montanans may submit their public comment at montana.servicenowservices.com ARPA. The commission also received a status report from the Department of Commerce on the state's emergency rental assistance program. Financial assistance is still available and eligible individuals can apply online at housing.mt.gov. An off-duty federal law enforcement officer accused of pointing an assault rifle at three Blackfeet tribal employees who were testing water on his property admitted to a simple assault charge in U.S. District Court. Harrison Garrett Alvarez, 30, of Cutbank, who is a Customs and Border Protection officer, pleaded guilty to three counts of simple assault. Alvarez faces a maximum six months in prison, a $5,000 fine, and one year of supervised release on each count. In a plea agreement in the case, the parties concurred that a five-year term of probation is appropriate. Sentencing is set for November 18th, and Alvarez was released pending further proceedings. The case was investigated by the Glacier County Sheriff's Office, the FBI, and Blackfeet Law Enforcement Services. A Butte man accused of robbing three businesses at gunpoint in three different Montana cities in February has admitted to charges in U.S. District Court. Thomas Scott Cockrell, 49, pleaded guilty to three counts of robbery affecting commerce and to brandishing a firearm in furtherance of a crime of violence. He is alleged to have robbed Blackjack Pizza in Missoula, La Quita Inn in Helena, and Elevated Dispensary in Butte at gunpoint. Each business lost several hundreds of dollars in the robberies. Cockrell faces a maximum of 20 years in prison, a $250,000 fine, and three years of supervised release on the robbery crime, and a mandatory minimum seven years to life in prison, consecutive to any other sentence, and five years of supervised release on the firearm crime. Sentencing is set for November 10th. Cockrell was detained pending further proceedings. Several Montana tribes are suing the state, alleging that education leaders in Montana are violating the state constitution by failing to teach about the culture and heritage of Native Americans. 
The lawsuit was filed Thursday in Cascade County District Court by numerous plaintiffs, including the Fort Belknap Indian community and the Little Shell Tribe of Chippewa Indians. The complaint argues the state is in violation of statutes that provide every Montana public school student, whether Indian or non-Indian, will learn about the distinct and unique cultural heritage of American Indians in a culturally responsive manner. It also claims that many schools in Montana are providing little to no funding for Indian education for all ACT programs and that the Office of Public Instruction has failed to set up any enforcement mechanism for the ACT. The plaintiffs are asking the court to mandate that the Board of Education and OPI ensure schools are complying with the IEFA Act. OPI has not commented on the lawsuit. Five firefighters were injured after a sudden wind shift blew a wildfire in Garfield County back over their position as they were constructing a defensive line on the perimeter of the Devil's Creek Fire. The incident occurred on Thursday. All five firefighters are members of Federal Crews. The wildfire is lightning caused and is burning on rough, steep terrain 36 miles northwest of Jordan. The fire was estimated at 375 acres as of Friday and is on BLM and private land. And now for your sports update, let's send it over to Edward Oates. Eddie? Let's take a look at your sports. Reporting for New Media Broadcasters, I'm Edward Oates. The Haver North Stars won their opening round at the Northern District Tournament for American Legion on Friday, 7-6 over the Tri-County Cardinals. Then in their afternoon game today versus the Great Falls Chargers, the North Stars dropped that decision 11-4. The MSU Northern women's volleyball team has put the finishing touches on their schedule for the upcoming season, and there are several highlights that make up the non-conference phase of matches. The Skylights will be in Arizona in August for a pair of tournaments, and their coach Jerry Wagner says this is an excellent early season challenge for his team. Going down to Phoenix and playing those NAI schools in that area, they're all top teams. If you're going to beat the best, you gotta you got to face those teams so that you can get your level up, and that, that's what this trip will accomplish. The Northern Campus will be buzzing with volleyball action September 17th and 18th as the Skylights will be hosting the Frontier Conference preseason tournament. Nobody has better fans than the fans up here in Haver, Montana. The kids that come here, they realize that right away, and for us to get some competition up there and let people know more about the Skylight Volleyball Program was just a no-brainer. And we'll put on a great show because we know how to host things. I couldn't be more excited. Once the regular season conference schedule begins, it will be a series of road trips and homestands with a different opponent nightly. Coach Wagner says he would have preferred to see a return to the spring schedule that the conference used earlier this year. The schedule we just had this year where we played everybody twice when we went to their place and twice when we came home so that we get ample amount of competitions and so on. If you're going to go that far, you should play twice instead of once. That's my attitude. The MSU Northern football team will be holding their youth football camp Wednesday, July 28th through Friday the 30th. The camp is broken up into two age groups with those entering kindergarten through fifth grade and one in the second group compromised of those sixth through eighth graders. Heading up the camp, MSU Northern head football coach Andrew Rollin, he talks about what he and his staff try to emphasize to the youngest of the campers. Really just promote, you know, not only how fun this game is, but what you can learn playing it. And, you know, we'll talk basic fundamentals of the game and, you know, how to throw and catch a football and how to how to carry a football and how to block and tackle. So the, the basic fundamentals that we still teach our players even at the college level. For the 6th through 8th graders at the camp, their instruction will be more advanced and detailed over the three days. We'll go through each position, offense and defense, and be a little bit more position specific as these guys uh, and girls are, are preparing for the next level, whether that be high school or, or middle school. You know, I think it's just a little bit more uh, detailed to it, and, but still a main focus on having fun and, and 
learning the basic fundamentals. Several members of the Northern football team will also be among the instructors, and this allows them to give back to the community and become a special part of the football learning experience. I think the young guys get more of a kick out of working with some of our players than they do with the coaches, and so we like having players out there, and definitely kindergarten through fifth grade, but especially sixth through eighth grade, have somebody to look up to and somebody that's done it and done it well and does it well on Saturdays. You can sign up for the camp through Wednesday, and for more information, go to the MSU Northern football webpage. The Haver High School head tennis coach, George Ferguson, has the annual tennis camp back on the books, set for August 2nd and 3rd at the Bill Vahey Memorial Tennis Courts. Start times for the two-day event is 12 noon for both days. Camp is open to boys and girls grades 1 through 12 at a cost of $25 per camper. For more information or to sign up, contact George Ferguson at 390-4142 or register the day of the camp. An update from the Class A North District Tournament in Lewistown. The Haver North Stars last night defeated the Tri-County Cardinals 7-6. Then in their afternoon game today versus the Great Falls Chargers, the North Stars dropped that decision 11-4. However, in the evening game, Haver tops Lewistown 5-3, so they get a rematch against the Great Falls Chargers Sunday. That game, 1 p.m., for a shot at redemption against the Chargers that they lost to 11-4 on Saturday afternoon. That's your sports. Reporting for New Media Broadcasters, I'm Edward Oates. Thanks, Eddie. Welcome back to Montana at Noon. I'm Jake Ziegler reporting for New Media Broadcasters. Stuart C. Scott McKenzie, 77, passed away on October 14, 2020 in Haver, Montana at Northern Montana Hospital. A service will be held at 3 p.m. on Friday, July 30, 2021 at the Chinook High School Gymnasium in Chinook, Montana. A service will be held at 3 p.m. on Friday, July 30, 2021 at the Chinook High School Gymnasium in Chinook, Montana. Well, that's all I got for you for this Sunday edition of Montana at Noon. As always, tune into KOJM and KBQX for up-to-date news, weather, sports, road conditions, and more. Reporting for New Media Broadcasters, I'm Jake Ziegler.